Live from Toronto and online via thecomicden.com, this is episode 47 of the Anime Roundtable Canada for Thursday night, April 3rd, 2008. Good evening, I'm Mike Nicholas as the Roundtable has now gathered. Tonight on the regular season finale, we'll dip a little bit into the listener email bag and respond to a letter defending North American cartoons in comparison to Japanese anime. Bullets-wise, we'll talk about used books, composers, and open prize pricing. It's all coming up next. The opinions expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers and the Comic Den Mississauga. Also, the following contains mature material and mild language which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. Has, it shouldn't even be called Doki Doki Majo Shimpon, it should be called Witch Touch DS. <laughs> or Molest DS. Either or. <laughs> I guess because it was a Nintendo game, they needed to have some sort of premise. Yeah, no, Nintendo's not been that <laughs> bad about this. Remember, it was only Nintendo of America in the NES days hmm. that really had problems with this shit. They've gotten considerably better. You can say crap in a, in a Nintendo <laughs> game now. Fair enough. There's a lot you can get away with a Nintendo game. You know we're recording, right? Oh, I know we're recording. <laughs> I said something silly, so of course we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here's the deal. All right, here's the here here's where we um you know uh, now we have to back up a little bit for the audio listeners, the video listeners, or the video watchers already got this. Assuming the nothing happens to the video. This no, week. it's looking good thus far. Yeah, but the video listeners are going to think we're being redundant for repeating this thing. Yeah, but we I guess it's worth bringing up again. Um, like I joked around that um I got my I got my uh, flash card for my uh for my um. Yes. yes, this week, right? So obviously, I've had this thing for months. <laughs> I know, and and a lot of, and a lot of the um, fans, hardcore fans, I guess, uh, would probably have some sort of flashcard in there for their DS already. Uh, I mean, I, a couple of people in the audience already admit to having it. There's no point in trying to, you know, sugarcoat what's out there, right? I mean, we we, we readily admit we we do fan sub, so you know, but um, so we steal other things. Yeah, just FYI. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other thing is um. What I was, what I mentioned was, uh, there was um, one of the like, I, and I've been going th- aside from the games, you know, that's what you get. <laughs> but um, there's also the homebrews also out there, and uh, I and I downloaded a homebrew that tries enables you to see more or less see manga scans, right? Comic book DS it was called, and you can't. It's hard to find these days because I think the um, original writers of it are now like the website the all websites are like cut off now so it's a lot it's actually a hard program to find and it's a company program PictoDS PictoDS would take a would take a j would take regular jpeg files or whatever you use to whatever you know P, pngs or whatever and then reformat it so that it's usable through comic book ds and i just showed it to a few people and it's very how do we put this tedious it can still be a very tedious thing a very tedious thing to use that all said, um, like my point being, uh, the, my point was, manga is sort of coming down that road because we because um, because a lot of like a lot of the a lot of the um, paper the the paper uh, sales a lot of the graphic novel sales in Japan there's been a decrease recently, and a lot of that people are attributing that to the to people who are downloading manga into their cell phones, and this is and we're talking an even smaller a smaller viewing area. When we talk, uh, when we talk that, so in many respects, this is like a DS. This is a, this is a larger viewing area, and maybe and like and I guess to a lesser extent, the iPhone. iPhone is gonna well, okay. iPhone, I think, iPhone will work spectacularly, presuming using a web browser. Because good luck finding a fucking PDF reader. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but I digress. Um, but no, uh, bigger anything with a decent size screen, a a DS would be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I can't deal with it. it. It's too far zoomed out. I'll carry my EPC around. And yeah, you'll have yours. You'll have yours. Right. Um, it's a $400 laptop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm looking through this and it's intriguing because I, 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 uh, I decided to put in my old scans of Kimigori Orange Road and other titles into this. <laughs> Just say it, Mike. <laughs> the video listeners already know. So, so, so now we have to encourage people. Yeah, now to, you have download the to download the video. So, um, <clears throat> and other titles. By the way, you'll see hardcore porn in the break if you watch the video. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! What a tease. Um, 
So looking through this, it's it's tedious at best. It's not bad for a free application. Just saying. That, that, it, yeah, but, but that, that's a little bit dangerous. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> well, what's that? Because technically, you know, a flaming bag of dog shit on your door... Is free. Is free. free, and you can't really complain about it. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's free. You you didn't pay for it. You got something <laughs> that you didn't... You know, you didn't ask for it, but there it is. Same thing with the Ebola virus. I mean, you didn't ask for it. You just showed up. Well... You're going to get me on my cancer rant, man. <laughs> so, and people are going to be upset. <laughs> but, well, I'm here anyway. What is, what is the problem with cancer? Really? How so? We, well, we have this organism that is just trying to go about its life, trying to, you know, live and thrive We're in every way possible. talking about cancer. Huh? Backtrack. We're talking about cancer. We're talking about cancer. It's trying to live and thrive in every way possible. Yes, it's killing you in the process, but... Let's be honest. Uh, you know, we kill cows to better our lifestyle. Why is cancer vilified? Why you got to be hating on cancer? <laughs> it's just doing its thing, same way you would. And you just got to. And no, but it's not just killing it off like we're a superior being. No, no, no. It's oh, it's this disease, and it, you know, it, it's tragic, and we have to cure it. That's like curing a cow. It is what it is, <laughs> but but I, but in the position we're in, shouldn't we try? Like we we could try and you know battle it. So the, like yeah, if cows were if cows were in the position it were in they, a position could, to fight, they would fight. They'd fight. <laughs> yeah, but if you they were smart you, enough yeah, to know they could be in a position to fight. You would never call the cows a disease. Well, we're not harvesting. You'd say we're cows. killing other people <laughs> for our betterhood. We're killing. We're killing things. cows. For our betterhood, you know, if, if it, okay, 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 see, it, we call them cancer treatment centers. I know no, it I should know, be cancer know, murder centers, <laughs> a cancer <laughs> abortion clinic, if you will. <laughs> great, great, great logic. Because you're a dick. Twisted, yes, yes, twisted, twisted, twisted. So, uh, anyway, so uh, anyway, I'm I, I gonna get so. a pile of comments on that. <laughs> oh no, either that, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Thank you for deflecting attention from the homebrew admissions. Mm. Then, thanks, and, and appreciate it. Uh, okay, so I guess I, I so here's the cast of characters. Uh, now that now that uh, we should mention who else is here, uh, you already know Adam Grant makes himself known. I mean, it's really hard not to ignore him. I want my I want to my subtitle. Mike. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> Adam Grant. How should we put this? Oh, defender of hentai justice and soon to be proprietor of hentailawyer.com. <laughs> now, luckily, you people won't be hearing this until Friday or Saturday. Or later. At which point, I will already or, have purchased it. Or, or much later, because I, ha- I have to recover from the shock. Yeah. Uh, Mohamed Shamarki makes a, makes a rare appearance. Uh, holding his laptop. Uh, host of the currently on hiatus uh, ATTO. Still, it's still on hiatus. Yeah, still my on my hiatus. co-host has uh, been taking a hard time school. Yeah, so, yeah, so back in the summer? Hopefully. 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 Okay. Uh, we have a newcomer, Fresh Meat. Um, uh, far, uh, far to my far furthest to my left, uh, Jeff Gregg is a second year student. Now, yeah. now second year student, uh, soon to be a finished second year here at York University. Uh, what, what's, what's your major? Uh, visual arts. Visual arts. Well, does it, it makes you feel old, Mike. Huh? <laughs> yes, it does. But uh, y- yeah. yes, but but then Neil shows up. Well, yes. <laughs> so. Then, yeah, uh, then I feel much younger. Well, I mean, go, going around the table, are we uh, increasing age-wise? I mean, starting with Jeff and with Mike. Well, you're what, 20? Yeah. And I'm 20. I'm not having this conversation anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to go anywhere. We do not need to go anywhere anymore. This conversation is completely over. So, <laughs> you just shot yourself. I know. You, just, you shot I yourself. Hold, I can The thing is, I make myself, like, I don't make it a huge secret that I'm a little bit older than most. Who to ever do this show? There's only one person who regularly does this show who's much older, who's older than me, and that's by a country mile. And Neil's not willing to disclose his age. We can only guess, but we're <laughs> but <laughs> he's disclosed it. What is it? What is it? Come on! I don't know if I should tell you. Oh, damn! I don't see why you should. Oh, oh. so you so just, just tell there. us the year. That was like such a tease. Well, she's good <laughs> like that. She's got the skirt on for. <laughs> Okay. With pants to be a real <laughs> dick about it. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. 
No, it's okay. We don't. It's we don't not really ask. okay, Mike. But well, we'll, we'll, uh, I suppose I'll survive. Is the point? I mean, we can do it. You know, during the break, then the video people can figure it what, out. The skirt or the the the, the, the age thing? Oh, the Neil. <laughs> okay. Age thing. Um, okay. I had so lost focus. Correctly, <laughs> it's the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Yeah. Oh. Thank you. Wow. Seventy-four. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> 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 Further back. <laughs> Dude, just otherwise you'd only the doors be, over there, yeah. man. <laughs> oh, say shit like that. Otherwise, like if it was seventy-four, he'd only be a little bit older than me, little. <laughs> so, okay, what's the other bit? Oh, just before the, the show, we showed off this, um, and now this was going around all oh, for yeah. much since uh, for the last couple days. That whole <laughs> April Fool's joke mm. IGN put on, that whole um, fake trailer for the Legend of Zelda movie. What do you say on that? I I, I, I just don't like. I, 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 I call it elaborate, if nothing else, because it could it, it could fool its fair share of people. It's and it got elaborate, a lot of- but I mean, in terms of April Fool's joke, it's good. But the internet has just produced way too fucking many April Fool's jokes. Some good, most bad. But Google always seems to get it right. What's I gotta give one? them fucking credit. Okay, what's the, what was what was Google's best joke? And then I'll tell you the worst. Google's anime. best one that they ever did: pigeon then- rank technology. <laughs> <laughs> one of the earliest ones. What was the, wait, What was this year's? Uh, this year's there were a couple. There was uh, G Day uh, with Mate, which um, that's the one that allowed you to search the search the web as it would appear tomorrow. <laughs> um, they also had um, some time thing with Gmail, so that you could det- so you could choose which time you could change the timestamp. Oh yeah, okay, okay. To make it have been sent like six hours ago. <laughs> that's good. So that's kind of. Did they have one that was like going to Mars or something? Because I remember looking at. I, I think there was a link year, below it, and then it said like, uh, you can in the future you can reserve a spot. Oh no no no! That's the for... uh, that's the Virgil one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Virgin Google yeah. trip to Mars tourism <laughs> thing, which they also did. Good YouTube was also rickrolling oh, yeah. many of their popular videos. <laughs> And then what was the other one? Yeah, and then there's like I think Google offered a service where your emails could be printed and they'll mail it to you. That was last year. <laughs> yeah, okay. They would print. They would print your emails. They did mail-in searches. Mm-hmm. And then and there was um, IP over plumbing. Great. <laughs> <laughs> and then okay, so that's that. That was Google. So that's classic Google. I'll tell you the worst one this year, um, anime-wise, which was um, Danny Chu tried to put the impression that he had sold his domain. To Mega Tokyo. Who's Danny Chu? Well, Danny Chu is like one of the top anime bloggers. He, he's he's oh. based in Japan. I think he's based in Tokyo these days, and um, he's like one of the top bloggers right now. So, uh, and we we've uh, he was the guy that remember when we talked about the um, visit a girl's bedroom in Akihabara? Oh, that, that was him. That was, that was, okay. his, that was his post. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Keep it up, Danny Chu. We need to hear that <laughs> hear that weird crap about Japanese culture. But now that you've got me thinking, Mega Tokyo should sell its domain to Danny Chu. Because I'm sure he could put up a better website. <laughs> or better content. Yeah, you hear that fucking Piro. We got it out. I'm not happy with you. you I'm sure you're listening. I mean, I got a couple minutes. You want to say something else? No, it's just I, 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 I envision Fred... As, you know, the sort of individual who, like, Google searches himself once a day <laughs> just to make sure people aren't saying shit about him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, get up off your ass. Stop trying to make money. Draw a comic. That's sort of what you're there for. Wow. And maybe have the story go somewhere in the meantime. You know, yeah, hire okay. a writer. <laughs> oh, no, you did that once. And then, mm, oh, yeah, I remember what happened. <laughs> Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> you're on today, aren't you? I really am. <laughs> like, well, I was about to say you hadn't been on for a couple weeks. No, he was on last week. No, I was week. on last week. Yeah. He was on last week, so. I don't remember what we were doing. Oh, we were the Crunchyroll bit, yeah. Crunchyroll. I remember. Yeah, and then the whole Crunchyroll bit we had last week. Um, you two have thoughts on that? Um, well, uh, we should pull him away from the computer. I'm the one who encouraged him to put in his lap. Um, yeah, no, not not really. I think Adam covered it pretty well. <laughs> That's no, right. Neither. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, if I do have an opinion upon it, you know, I could start right now and keep going for like three days, and you know, then nothing would get done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the problem here. I do. Yeah. It I, I don't. But this one has sure. to shut me up. Exactly. You know, like. <laughs> no, the, the Garage Band shuts people up. Well, so. yeah. Um, but iMovie does not. No, it does. We know. Not. We know. So, 
Um, we're about almost 15 minutes in now. Okay. Uh, it? Yeah, we're yeah, and I'm wondering if we should use up any more time, or should we just get right to the? Well, uh, once, once you start thinking about whether we should take up yeah. more time with it, it's time to move on to a topic. Yeah, <laughs> and um, how, how long has it been right now? Ten minutes? Fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes, and I just realized there could be as many as five bullets tonight, so maybe we should just do this. Oh, okay. Is that um, like a Russian roulette? Huh? No, six is Russian roulette. Well, or it's a really dangerous Russian roulette because yeah. you got five chambers filled. Yeah. Well, true. <laughs> five usable chambers. Okay, here we go. Um, so, and it's been a slow news week, and, and I, I mean, I'm, overall it's been a slow news week, but then we have five bullets. Uh, well, that just means they're minor news. Yeah, it's minor otherwise news. otherwise they'd be the topic. Yeah, but instead we have this, in lieu of actual news events this week. In lieu week, of actual things to talk and, uh, about, yeah, we have we this. We present this. Um, back in episode 38, if you were willing to weed through whatever Neil and Adam said... We had this brief discussion on politics and Western cartoons in the 80s, or political discourse, or whatever terms mm-hmm. I used at the time. Um, eventually, we also made some statements on how cartoons, car- North American cartoons dropped off as time went over the last 20 years. This drew a response by one of our listeners by the name of Neville Ross, who wrote, Dear Panel, I love your show, and although I'm not much of an anime fan, Robotech and Ikira being as much as I've gotten into, I enjoy your discussions on anime and manga. It gives me a glimpse into a world I wish I was young enough to get into, but I must disagree with you about your discussion about North American animation. I think that North American animation, Saturday morning especially, got a lot better in the 90s, at least some of them, and that these shows were quite good, just as good as Japanese anime. These shows kick ass and they rock the house. Here's my best. Here's my list of the best of the '90s, and he lists like a couple dozen shows. Uh, and then he finishes by saying, "All of these shows are great, uh, and I'll stack them up against any against anything in the '80s." Yes, I know that there have been some stinkers in the past 14 years, uh, but they won't be mentioned. With a list like this, how can you say that the last couple of years have been bad for North American animation? Anyway. That was another great show you guys did, and I'll be downloading another. Hope to see you at Anime North in May. Keep up the good work. Sincerely, Neville Ross. Uh, you know what? He, I think the comparison was. I think the comparison was more direct. Yeah, sorry, not anime and North American cartoons. It was more directly between '80s and '90s cartoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think anime somehow. Well, it, it drew out of the the conversation mm-hmm. we were yeah. having comparing but, '80s cartoons. Yeah, to um, anime, yeah, admittedly. But admittedly, like I'll I'll regard first of all before we continue. Admittedly, there's likely a small bias because of the nature of this show. I mean, much of the show is about anime, so we that, tend to be a little bit... That's sort of our shtick. We're yeah. not the everything else roundtable. Uh, obviously, <laughs> obviously the other, there's been some North American stuff that's been okay, too. Some of us grew up with them. Some of us discovered it. some other titles recently. And um, at least a few of you want to jump at the chance. So where do we go? Um, well, okay. First of all. Let, let me look, just tilt your machine here. Yeah, so and he's going to look at the list. Like, okay, of all the... Cr- Neville, first of all, sorry about the name. Um... <laughs> Of all the series that you could choose to list for your These Are Awesome shows, you know, you've got um, Superman, the animated series. So-so. Gem there. Um, I didn't think much of that. Let's see. Let's be uh, honest. Family Guy was okay for the first couple of seasons, mm-hmm. I'll admit. I like the... I like it the, went in the shitter oh, yeah. once they brought it back. <laughs> I've only seen one scene in all of the years of Family Guy. There's only one scene I've seen. It's the, the, the chicken, chicken fight. The chicken fight. That's classic. The chicken fight's great. You got Duck Dodgers listed. <laughs> oh, come on. Du- okay, Duck Dodgers was like a character that Daffy Duck played in the 50s. <laughs> Wait, and you're this, playing this again. Is the Sylvester Tweedy Mysteries here? No. 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 Good theme song. <laughs> um, okay. The X-Men... Mm, X-Men Evolution. X-Men Evolution. He mentioned specifically... Both the, the Justice League cartoons. You've got The Mummy. Jackie Chan Adventures. What the <laughs> fuck are you on? That you would consider that a great show. Uh, Men in Black. Um, reboot was alright for a little bit. You've got Beast Wars, which was... Is, Be- is Reboot completely finished yet? Yeah. Well, it, well, well, it, it, it sort of finished after seasons, the third but season. Yeah, the ending was like... Oh, yeah. So, like, I, I just don't know how that... It, it's, it was, like, never ending. Like, they wanted to milk it for everything. And, and Roughnecks. Like, okay, you, you, there's a lot of great 90s cartoons that you've completely missed. Go ahead. Um, possibly one of my favorites, and the one you really, really haven't mentioned, The Max, perhaps? Uh, Oh yeah! It'd... Come on! Oh man! Um, I was so out he of also it. ignored all the Spielberg cartoons, pretty much, like Animaniacs and. Okay, Animaniacs, I'll give you. 
Tiny Toons, yeah, the Pinky was... and the Brain crap. Hey, no. no, 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 no. Animaniacs was it. Sam and Max cartoon. Thank that you, Sam and Max. <laughs> what about Samurai Pizza Cast? That's it. Anyway. Anyway. Is it? Oh. Really? <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to be on this show anymore, man. That's twice. <laughs> You're off. But the point is, of all the shows that you could have picked, you, you've really not picked a spectacular bunch. Also, uh, I'm not sure if this one falls in the 80s or 90s. Uh, Ghostbusters cartoon. 80s. Oh, yeah. 80s. Is that 80s? Or is which one? The ba- no, because no, I think it came the after the second movie. The second movie was okay. 1989, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, it, it's, it's... Oh, did it? Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But it did continue. There was a second series. There was yeah. a second series. And we're talking about like the one based on the movie, not the like <laughs> 60s. There's this other Yeah, no, 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 no. I know what you're <laughs> talking about. The filmation cartoon. Oh, yeah. Right? That's, that's, oh, man. The Scooby-Doo ripoff. Yeah. Going? That one's yeah. pretty ridiculous. I thought it was so-so, but. Yeah. But like, you, you, of all the, you, you seem to have gone into late 90s stuff. Even 2000s. You really. early. Yeah, he, went, he went mentioned Ben 10, which I haven't seen, but that just came out like two years ago. Yeah, like, I mean, you're picking very recent series, which leads me to believe that you're like 14. <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, if that's the case, I, you know, clearly I can't fault you for that because you didn't really have a choice in that one. But, like, okay. Pick up a VCR. I know they're kind of hard to find these days, but go to the back of the video store. Find all those VHS of, you know, cartoons that are in the box that they don't want. You'll find, you know, Aeon Flux, Eves and Butthead. That was a good one. (laughs) That's great. That was fun. Um, The Head, Daria, see? (laughs) Cha-cha-cha. There's a lot of spectacular 90s cartoons, but they're not the ones that anybody ever found popular, and they were never the ones on YTV or Fox. So... With a few exceptions, Animaniacs mm-hmm. was on Fox, but they're mostly the ones that you're going to be hard pressed to find. But they're spectacular. Was Quads '90s or was that some? Was that? That was '90s. That was '90s. Okay, yeah, because I that I like that one. <laughs> totally <laughs> off the wall. Run and Stimpy '90s. Thank you. Undergrads. Like Undergrads. <laughs> that was really short lived. That was. Really Doesn't matter. It didn't make it any less good. Undergrads was. I think yeah. technically. Uh, no, it was like, it was kind of like in the actually, you're right, you're right, because it started when I was in, in college, so. Oh, okay. so it wasn't? Grads would have been post-2000. Okay, whatever. Grads, like, um, yeah. it, did Futurama start in 99? It was late 90s, yeah. I think. Yes. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it started on New, yeah. yeah. New Year's Eve. So, <laughs> so, we've missed that one, though it's kind of borderline, mm-hmm. granted. Oh, speaking of, speaking of primetime cartoons that didn't make it, what about The Critic? Okay. I'm not gonna... The Critic <laughs> had a... Okay. I mean, my, my mind is all blurry on The Critic was an okay show... Except it just, the writing wasn't there all the time, and it was always the da- same damn thing happening. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Je- Jeff, you, I mean, you had some thoughts. I mean, this isn't necessarily just eighties and nineties, but you had a general. Yeah. Too. Um. Well, for one thing, I don't, I don't really think the comparison is a really fair to make. I mean, especially with what Adam was saying, a lot of the shows that um, you were mentioning, Adam, were more adult-oriented yeah. shows. And a lot of the shows that he does actually mention are kid shows that kids would watch. And even, like, with comparing with anime, I think that's really hard, especially even, like, at our level here, because I know a lot of you probably don't watch a lot of the kids' animes compared to the kids' cartoons, which Mm. may be a good thing, but... But, okay, this also goes back to what I think we were... One of the things we were saying when we were going on the topic of of 80s North American cartoons is that in the 80s, you had that dual audience mode. A single cartoon could be appealing to both audiences. They were mm-hmm. designed to be watched with the parents there. So everybody enjoyed it. Animaniacs is about oh, the yeah. only cartoon that picked that up. Everything else decided to be really childish or really adult. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, you know, even, you know, I wasn't that old in the 90s, mm-hmm. but I was still going to pick the adult stuff because it's generally more appealing. You, you know, uh, now, that being said, I still watch, you know, Bugs Bunny and Tweety. It has classic appeal. It's just, it's mindless fun that Tom you can Jerry. enjoy. Fuck Tom and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Tom and Jerry. Oh, we're throwing down. Tom and Jerry was, uh, you know, it, the ones that are really, really violent and very, you know, like the ones from, the, from like, the 30s <laughs> that have ridiculous content that you can't believe they put in there. 
those are good, but I'll watch Popeye for that shit. Because yeah. he just beats the fuck out of Bluto all the time. <laughs> like, not even a second thought. Yeah, you know, pull a pole out of the ground, wrap it around his head. <laughs> That's okay? I grew up with the fucking Care Bears. Nobody pulled that. Oh, jeez, I remember that show, too. <laughs> Uh, like, Which is a spectacular show, for the record. What about like uh, He-Man and the Master of the Universe and G.I. Okay. Joe and that stuff? Like, just Those, again, 80s. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. He-Man's a good series. She-Ra's a little oh. iffy, but <laughs> He-Man's good for how terrible it is. That's the point. He-Man is like the master of We're talking. Candy. Yeah, that's <laughs> the point. Like, you go into Gem, too. What's that? Gem, was it called? Gem. <laughs> yes! Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, good old Gem. What it was. The time? Yeah, for what, what it was, was right? Like, and that's the way eight, that's the way the eighties cartoons were. Yeah. You know, they they had some adult appeal, which you know you didn't get back then because you know I, none of us were that old at the time. Yeah. You get it now <laughs> when you rewatch them. <coughs> to a point, if you look for it, you do. Either that, or, or you get the man. I didn't realize how bad this show was. <laughs> a la He Man. Great star. <laughs> I thought Bravestar was awful at the time, so I'm a bad person to ask on that one. But, 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 Bravestar had cutouts in the backs of Shreddy's boxes with the playsets. Why do I remember this? That and the action figure had a button on his back that had quick draw. Yeah. His arm could turn with, yeah. 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 (laughs) I remember those toys, though, so... There's, this can go he on. He may have had some of the better toys. Yeah, I guess, I I guess your thought. It. So your thinking is like just appeal, just broad, just you know. Yeah, they, they the had a broader appeal. appeal. You could, you know, that's be, probably they, what they were designed to. for family as for family oriented shows. People, parents could sit down and watch them with their kids. Nineties cartoons got into the you know well the TV is the babysitter now. So let's put the kid down in front of the TV, and I'm going to walk away because I, I, I can't actually, stand this crap. I can, I can actually see your point in many respects there. Yeah. I, I mean, okay, so let's go into the 2000s now, like into mm-hmm. this last over the last eight de- since 2000. I've said this years. before, and let's even this episode. This is we uh, we're not having this conversation because <laughs> <laughs> it, it got more polarized now. Yeah, I'd agree. Like, like for I, the, a lot of the '90s show, I would like I would argue that some of the '90s show there is like the duality. Like, I remember watching Eat the Cat more, more the Terrible Thunder Lizards, but it was kind of mixed oh, with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I watched Gargoyles and that with my grandfather at the time, and mm-hmm. you know we both enjoyed that sort of thing. I mean, he always called Gargoyles Scottish history as a joke, <laughs> but like I, I think over I think overall it is you know the further you get to now, the more polarized it gets. But I, I do think there are still a few areas that. You know, you could yeah. Now, <laughs> like well, I flip, on, okay. I flip on like tell us you now, and it's just a race to see how fast I can change the channel. Yeah, a lot of the the only problem is, in a lot of the times now, cartoons are trying to do the fake anime thing, which mm-hmm. is pretty horrible, and they end up even being more kiddy than a lot of the traditional cartoons. Yeah. Though that being said, you know, Japan produced Naruto, which is just as kiddy <laughs> as anything else you can produce. Yeah, so you're that I, Naruto fans. Yeah, you're stupid. <laughs> I guess. I guess also it goes. Okay, so let's go to the anime. Let's go to the anime part and see how it fits into this whole into your thinking at this point. Well, anime followed said. a different pattern, mm-hmm. and, and and I know it's an apples and oranges. It could in many yeah. respects. No, no, no be but because an anime or. went from being generally, uh, you know, kind of a kids' market at first. In the mm. 80s. And then, yeah, I know as time has gone... It, it picked up, got more adult in the 90s, but yes, and kids' shows did show up. But in, many in, in, terms still... of, in terms of the majority of things, things just shifted to a more adult level. Mm-hmm. Which is why most anime is on at like 3 in the morning at this stage. Yeah, in Japan. <laughs> in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. And like... And, so, and I guess that's where we stand in terms of a lot of the anime mm-hmm. that is, has... It's not to say there isn't about. children's shows, but... It's nowhere near the majority. True. The fact I that mean, people like I us mean, can still really enjoy watching it is sort of a testament to that. Oh, the children's stuff? No, that children's is very <laughs> little of it. Because yes, I'll go back and watch Ronma and Lum, but am I gonna, you know, go out and watch Tokyo Mew Mew? <laughs> no. Not necessarily. No. So. I'll download pictures for the Oakland <laughs> part, but I don't want to hear them talk. <laughs> Japanese ring. There's actually a oh. really good few wallpapers on that machine <laughs> 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 they were looking at his camera. like i mean like how do we put this i mean like 
the anime these days is still very like what we watch these days is is very teen or I guess how would you say teen old? young adult teen young mm-hmm. adult not so much older adult that's very rare fortunately I still watch it well so. yes and you are an older adult <laughs> I'm up there now <laughs> compared to you guys so I'm, don't put me in this boat man <laughs> Youngin. At all. <laughs> <laughs> so, but there's, like, a couple of thoughts there. I mean, I, I mean, it's... See, I, I wanted to bring this up. I, I did want to bring up, like, Neville's le- Neville's email, because, like, I found it interesting. I wanted to defend and defend it. It's just... Oh, no, it, it's interesting to read, because, man, <laughs> seeing that many bad shows on a list is <laughs> impressive. Yeah. I gotta say, man. <laughs> but this is really like this is kind of hard to really you know grasp at times. This is still almost hard to grasp at times, isn't it? Like, I mean, I have trouble putting. Maybe back hard in my to head. grasp there, Michael. Yeah. Oh, jeez, never mind. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not <laughs> getting how you mean hard to grasp. Well, <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, there's a lot of ways we can look at this, and I, I mean, we I put it up, you know, approaching it one way. Obviously, the discussion maybe that this is the hallmark of the show. The discussion ends up going another way. So, well, it's because okay. Well, we interpret it as you know he's dropping his viewpoint on the way we interpreted '80s cartoons, and we generally had the position that '90s American cartoons sort of dropped off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, then, and he's not really backing up his point that they didn't. Certainly, you don't. You're not compelled. I'm not compelled in the slightest because most of the shows he's listed do not have any sort of adult thrust. They're very childish shows, which you know. And even with that, he's admitted some of the childish shows that are good. Like I mentioned in the email, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends has gotten award nominations in that. Avatar is popular, and I think the writing in that's fairly good. Okay, but let's let's not confuse award nominations with good. Yeah, because remember, Titanic is the only movie. (laughs) To have simultaneously won the best picture Oscar and the worst picture <laughs> Razzie. So, <laughs> well, with Avatar, I think I enjoy watching that. I think the writing's pretty. Yeah, I ha- I'll admit not having seen that, but that shouldn't be in a '90s list. Yeah, I know that's that's, that's like really that's new. That's fairly recent. Uh, but in his list, there are 2000 series, though. So yeah. it, it his email what, doesn't seem very informed to me at all. Like what you said about him being a 14 year old. I think if he's not, then I don't know what to say about him really. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to meet him come Anime North. Well, I'm sure he will. So. He'll probably walk over and hit me in the head. <laughs> That's for making fun of my name. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we I think we've uh, done the I, yeah. I said enough about this already. So, you know what? Well, plenty I think I think we could like at the 32 at the 33 minute mark, I think we can get through all five of these bullets. If we're up, good. If we're good at it. And, and, and I'm and, always good and, at it. And if we're really lucky, Muhammad will join in on the conversation. Oh, let's he take. Might. He's not even looking at porn over here. Like he's just wasting his time. Let's take a break. <laughs> let's let's take a break. Uh, back in a couple seconds with the bullets. You're listening to the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com. I remember watching the trailer for Koikaze at uh, Otakon, and mm, this could be like an interesting character drama. You've got the older man, and then. The younger woman, and maybe they're like forced to live together, and they have to learn how to get along with each other, even though they're from vastly different generations. Kind of like would, the little girl in Panda Go Panda. We're not going to talk about that again. Which would be like a pretty good show, considering the situation of Japan today, where there's this incredible generational gap. But instead, no, it's about finding your little sister's panties in the dryer and then rubbing them all over your face while you masturbate in the bathroom. Yeah. As soon as I saw Koei Kaze on the screen, I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> Dave and Joel's Best Karate for the Gentleman. The anime podcast for people who don't like anime. Or podcasts. Find us online at www.daveandjoel.com. wind down to it. it's like a wind down isn't it so okay um where to go oh yeah podcast now continues nicholas grant shamarki and greg around the table from our studio in toronto in front of a live audience online via the comic den.com the official podcast of anime north we're still working on details for that <laughs> you know i mean i was on the like looking at the anime north website um 
like obviously things uh we've we've made it not a secret that or we we've noticed that things have been rather slow in coming this year like the artist alley happened we mentioned like happened a month later than usual um they haven't updated their media badge section yet so like i mean all the details are from the 2007 convention mm. so there's it's probably just gonna be the same right I mean, I mean i don't think it'll be that much different but hasn't been looked at lately they might, so. they might lower the requirements maybe maybe thousand thousand hits a month on your site that's for websites <laughs> i think I, I forgot the uh, publication uh, parameters but you know there and 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 then the, and then the radio stuff uh thousand watts or something i forgot anyway um so well, what we t- and then all that stuff we talked about during the break watch the video yeah, watch, watch the, the video. video. <laughs> That's all we can say. Watch the video, cause th- and this time we hope it'll there'll be no technical difficulties this week. Because <laughs> no, no, I got some gold on the break. <laughs> yeah, we, there's there's a lot of stuff said on the break. Uh, oh shit! What do you want? No, nothing. I was just thinking about something. Never mind. <laughs> this is unrelated. Totally unrelated. Okay. Well, all right. Um, five shot. At least five bullets. I think this week. So let's go through them. Um, I guess we should start with a happy one, and then we'll go downhill from there. So, um. Let's start with uh, Joe Hisashi. Hisaishi. I, I I, and I know I'm probably mispronouncing Hisaishi. his name. The, uh, the composer for a lot of Ghibli movies, mainly the Miyazaki ones. He'll be celebrating 25 years. This year he's celebrating 25 years, with, 25 years of association with Studio Ghibli. Ghibli. Um, Ghibli, and, Ghibli, whatever. Yeah. And, he'll be, uh, and he'll be celebrating it with a concert at Budokan. Any? Oh, do you guys have any particular memories of like, of um, of movies of any of the movies he's composed? Uh, if he's composed all the Miyazaki ones, then there, I don't really lot pay attention are. that much to the music. Right, the point of the music, as I've always gotten it, is that you don't notice it there. It sets the mood. It's part mm-hmm. of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's so integrated that you don't really pick out songs. I mean, I. I I mean, that's just the way I've always seen it. Yeah, that's. I guess that's a fair point. I mean, and I maybe mean, that's that's the, the idea. I think. But. <laughs> I mean, the thing, the thing is, I always know. I always looked at mo- at soundtracks and stuff. Like mm-hmm. whenever I watch movies over the years. So, so if there's something particularly memorable, memorable piece, memorable song, memorable memorable vocal, I'll probably be humming it for quite a bit. And, you know, there's that. So there's that. I mean. Um, Kiki's delivery service was memorable. Mm. Like I, I enjoyed the score. I enjoyed the um, Princess Mononoke score. Those two, mm. those two stick out with mm. to me at the mo- at most. Um, I don't know if he did uh, Umiga Kekaru. You know, I can hear the sea ocean yeah. waves. Was that a Miyazaki or was that? A, it was Studio Ghibli. It was Ghibli, but it wasn't. A I don't Miyazaki think. I don't, and I don't know if he if. if but that's he's a good one. But I, I like that one. That was like I don't think that gets enough credit. That one it doesn't. But because it's not Miyazaki. Yeah. That being said, I, I don't know if he did it. I suspect he didn't. Mm-hmm. I know he did. My say- favorite score in a Miyazaki film was Castle of Cagliostro, mm-hmm. which isn't Ghibli. <laughs> it isn't, but that 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 pretty memorable so- open, opening theme song. Like yeah. that was before he did any had, had officially had a associations with Ghibli. I think Miyazaki. Uh, Ghibli had didn't exist. Oh, yeah, okay, so. that was his first direct. It was his mm-hmm. directorial first directorial debut. debut. That, that would have been during the Top Craft. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We got a. I think he did a couple of live. Uh, I saw she did a, cu- a couple of live actions, and I, that. And we'll have to look that up. During did the he break. do one called like Kikujiro or something? I think he did Kikujiro. Yeah, with, I, with I, haven't seen, I haven't seen the movie. I want to see the movie, but I do. Beat have, I have the songs, and I really like the songs. That so. is like a subtle. Like it's for um for a Beat Takeshi movie. It is a subtle movie. It is very subtle. That's pretty odd for a Pete Takeshi movie. It, it's it, 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 I, I call it more or less family fair because it's about him like making a cross country journey with a kid, mm-hmm. you know, because he, he wants to meet his mo- he wants to meet his um, because the kid hasn't hasn't seen his mother in years, so they go like cross across Japan to meet try and meet him to try and meet her his uh, mother, and well, you have to kind of see the movie. I've yourself. heard really good things, but there's I've like seen the and he gets and, and there's really a lot of a lot of little it. misadventures in that movie. It's 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 a really charming movie, but it's like. It's in many respects, it's toned down from what B. Takeshi is usually mm. capable of, but it is still very much him too. Like he, he will still act his own obnoxious ways that that he's sometimes that he's usually known to in his movies. So, but that was that was actually a really really funny movie. So a really charming movie. There's that. I have to, we'll have to look that up during the break. Mm-hmm. Some of the live action scores he did. But uh, any other? Is there any? Uh, but on on that topic, any anime composers these days or? 
where the scores really stick out at you. Short of Yoko Kano, but that's kind of a given. <laughs> yeah, Yoko Kano is certainly there these days. Um, now, um, people keep talking like since Five Centimeter came, Five Centimeters came out. Um, there's I forgot his name, but the same guy who's uh, written the scores for all of Makoto Shinkai's works. Mm. It's been the same guy. And you know, I guess he's so he's being well. Yeah, that that's, talked about. These yeah, days. I, now admittedly, I haven't seen anything past um, Hoshinoku Way, but music spectacular. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. Um, there's 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 a number of names. It's just that they don't come mm-hmm. to mind. Like like there like there's so much on my head in my head right now that mm-hmm. I can't really think of it too many. But there's a lot of well, composers names are never all that you know popular generally you don't know their name most and they tend to get overshadowed well by, like, i always say this about art exactly. the singers sorry they always they get overshadowed a lot by like the bands and the singers that mm-hmm. you know can have their put their face out there and like yeah this is just like, i said this about artists way like i i said this about artists earlier this year um artists prefer to be remembered for their work people not their name yeah mm-hmm. so if people remember their work i think most artists would probably oh, yeah. be happy with that if they if, if they don't remember if they we don't remember who was behind the work, mm-hmm. I think, that, I think our, most artists would prefer that anyway. So there's uh there's that. How much time we got? <laughs> I'm looking <laughs> at my time. Well, we got at least twenty minutes. Okay, let's oh, continue. We're fine. Um. Okay. N- then all right. Uh, I guess on the note of music, X Japan reunion. It's been like ten years since their lead singer died, or lead guitarist, or lead singer. Uh, I forgot. Um. Uh, oh, is this gonna I, be like the NXS thing? Yeah, sort of. I think so. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> let's just. Oh man, now you've got uh, that goddamn okay, so, Star right, first, Search memory going first, first, back in my head. You no, know, I think they've already decided on like who, uh, on a new lead singer if there isn't one. Um, but um, the thing is, the thing is, uh, they're having a reunion tour throughout Japan, but they are having two international dates: one in Paris. Uh, I forgot exactly when. One in Paris on July fifth, and then they announced this week that they're going to also do MSG in New York City, Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous <laughs> arena. Um, that'll be September 13th. So, you know, it's interesting. I guess it's, like, it's interesting because, um, X-Japan was one of those bands in the 80s and going into the 90s. So, and, um, like, one of those, what do you want to call Hard rock? I don't know what you want to call them. (laughs) But, uh, they they were, they were, in their heyday, they were really popular. So it's kind of... Interesting to say yeah, that. Yeah, but I mean, you re- you in its heyday, Vanilla Ice was really popular <laughs> too. That doesn't mean was it was it, but was it extended? That's the thing. No, 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 for the record, Vanilla Ice now has a uh, a hard rock band in Florida, and they have done, which is probably one of his only good work. They have now done a hard rock version of uh, Ice Ice Baby. Which is actually pretty good. We need to hear it. We need a, I need a link to that. I, I really hate to be, you know, promoting Vanilla Ice. But, <laughs> yeah, but the, um, I have to give the man credit. Yeah. Anime-wise, like, uh, the only thing, like, anime-wise, the only thing out of Japan would be, rem- one of the few things an- uh, they'd be remembered for is doing, you know, the theme song to the X movie. Mm. I guess it fits. Oh, well. Doesn't make it good. But that's yeah, part of the movie more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let's see. Uh, which one do we go with? Okay. Well, since we've been harping on the points on um, Gonzo and their thing and, you know, the whole downloading thing for much of the season. Latest news for Gonzo is that they're going they're going to try experimenting with the pay what you want pay what you want model. Uh, Radiohead tried it. Who else has tried it? Uh, Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails has tried it. Gonzo, GDH will try with their two new series. Um, what is it? Tower of Dru- Druga, Duraga, and Blast Rider. Is that what we call it? I don't know. I don't know. But. Is it the uh, the new spring titles? Yeah, it'll be with the two of their spring titles. The ones that they've already the, the given to. The last one you said, uh, Blast something or another? Yeah. Looks pretty good. Okay. No, it's not, like, good, but just looks, but you, looks like, good. I mean, the, these are the two titles that have been in question. Like, they, they've, been, they've been the ones going to... Bo- to to Boss TV, to Crunchyroll, so that now they're gonna all make them off. They're gonna offer them on the pay what your conscience has. <laughs> they also have a YouTube page for that. that oh yeah, yeah, show. I know about that. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I don't know. Okay, as much as I like the you know pay what you want model, <laughs> um, even I'm, Radiohead didn't stick with it. it yeah, was a limited it, it, time offer. It didn't. It, it that's the thing. It doesn't really make you that much money when you're in a position like Radiohead, where let's be honest, your overhead's kind of not there. Because you have millions and millions of dollars, and you really don't care what you sell, 
you produce the music for the fact of the music, which I give them respect for, but, you know, they're not trying to sell records. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, the thing is, you know what, I, it was met with, this was met with a lot of negative, like, looking at the Anime News Network forums, you know, where everyone there must be well-informed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was a there forum, to, after all. <laughs> uh, like, there, there seemed to be a lot of negative, negative thoughts on this. Well, look, I give them credit, you know, at least you're trying. No, I, I mean, I mean, the negative thought was more chi- on, the, on the end of the childish fans, saying, I'm not going to pay. So, but well, yeah, but you're, okay, you're always, but, or? you know, let's be honest. It, if you look at it that way, the Radiohead and Nine Inch Nails experiments worked spectacularly. Because with Radiohead, at least, despite the fact that it could be obtained illegally, people paid for it. More people than anybody would have expected went out and bought the yeah, thing. Yeah, I think I think that this because is more if you decide to throw a dollar at it, okay, that's fine. No one's going to judge you. Nobody cares. I mean, he might actually be judged a little bit better. Yeah, because you put a dollar. Because <laughs> you put a, put something. You put there. something in. Um, that being said, though, it's not really a long-term strategy. It's yeah. a promo, and that's why Radiohead stopped doing it. Yeah, I think this is more you of a case of... buy CDs at Starbucks now. I, Yeah, I think this is more <laughs> of a case of um, they just want to get a few things answered for themselves. Which is a good idea, um, but you know what? Starting with the pay-what-you-want model is really just trying to pander to the crowd. It's the, hey, look what we're doing. You could just as easily start it with an iTunes-esque model. You know, two bucks for an episode. Just Plus go straight price. out. Right, just go straight out. Because we know you're not going to stick with the pay what you want. It's there obvious. It yeah, you're never going to stick there's with it. It doesn't make the money. Okay, there, yeah, and there's probably mm-hmm. the big point, right? Yeah, so, you know, don't don't be a fucking cock tease and suggest that you're going to do this for a while and okay. then decide all of a sudden later, oh, yeah, it's two bucks now. <laughs> Flat. Flat, that's it. <laughs> We're raising it. the prices. YouTube, anything? You want to add something? Mohammed, I'm speechless. You're not I, just I, here to I, fill I, space, I, guys. Just here to fill space. Yeah, I don't really think so. I don't think that whole model works, and basically online or impersonally anyway. I think if you want to do any sort of pay what you want or pay what you can, it only really works if you know a person's at the counter like guilting you into paying, like if you're, if you're yeah, seeing we, it a play we, or we something. We said this about the guilt trip. Uh, no, it's not, <laughs> not going to work. Not they, these. They, days. They, they could add like a an opening with like some charity of some sort or some. Some sort of ad for something really sad, and then yeah, well, go to that for doing money. No, for but that, let's you know? be honest. People do pay the money for these things mm-hmm. because if you do get to name your price, if you throw ten cents at it, well, people pay something. Yeah. Big deal. You by, by the absolute, by the absolute letter, there, there, there should be like you know different files for certain people who pay certain amounts, right? I mean, if you pay, oh, something, we're gonna go down <laughs> that road. <laughs> oh, here the we go. Premium content road. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. There's really very, very few scenarios where you should get away with selling premium content. Um, primarily because, like, it, it, it's like setting up a caste system, really. Haves and have-nots. Yeah, the haves and well, have-nots. I mean, I mean, the thing is, the anime, the anime game sort of, well, generally speaking, yeah. that, that's always the case in, in society. The only time I, I will allow it to work, the, the only time I really like the concept, is on iTunes with movies. Only time they do it is with movies... Some and sometimes there's an HD version available. Sometimes it costs a little bit more. It's higher res. Doing this on a constant scale is problematic. Like uh, define constant scale. Like, like if you're doing it for TV every series. episode for a TV mm. series, because TV series like and iTunes films, do not have for feature films. It's one thing. Feature films is one thing because well, it's a feature film. TV series is something. A TV series is something else altogether. Exactly. And I can, let's be okay, honest, I can sort of you see your the, point there. The, the, the buying the TV series is usually a temporary matter because you're probably going to buy the DVD in the end. Yeah. yeah. Whereas if you buy like, the movie, you're not going to buy the DVD too. Mm-hmm. Like, I, actually, yeah, and you know what? Yeah, that, that's what I, I, we'll harp on. We've harped on sort like, of. Harp I would on that. honestly go with the, you know, 99 cents or $1.99 a la iTunes because you know what? People still buy those series on DVD when they're done. They buy them on iTunes so that, you know, they don't have to program their PVR and have their TV on, blah, blah, blah. They just download it whenever, watch mm-hmm. it, keep it or delete it, either or. Yeah. And they go and buy the DVD later. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Actually, we can go on this one topic all, all for a long time, and maybe we'll save it for something else a bit later. But let's try another one. Okay. Uh, fourth bullet. 
Um, used bookstore used bookstore chain offers 100 million yen to manga and book authors. Um, this how is, much is that? That's about one million. That's there about a go. million bucks. Okay, here's the deal. Um, the thing is, like, uh, like because uh, apparently authors have been crying poor, you know, with the with the with the uh, po- increased popularity of used bookstores because you know reset uh, on a resale, and this is also and the music industry has mm-hmm. used this too, probably in North America with used used CDs. You know, th- there's no additional fees, rights fees for a resale. Oh and no! You've produced a physical product that people can use more than <laughs> once. How fucking terrible! Used books have been around forever. <laughs> like this is kind of like, that's what a library is. Oh no! People could walk into this <laughs> into this magical library and just like read your book without paying for it. Like the funny part is, this is like, cutting into our revenues. We can't allow this. Like it's kind of, it's kind of. I find it's a lot of people find it disturbing because now this is like a bow down. So maybe this could be, we could be on the road to that in Japan, to the to another rights fee. Like this is sort of what, like the, the when the music industry was up in arms over the U, mm-hmm. over the UCD market here, same thing. Video games, like EB makes it. EB does that, right? With the used video, with used video they games. Do which? No, no. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, we 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 are we do have markets for used goods. Yeah, there's mm. well, that's the thing, especially when you make your goods that expensive in the first place. If a CD costs fifteen or twenty bucks, and there one there's one good song on it, which I kind of like now, but I don't know that I'm going to like in a year. No shit, I'm going to turn around and sell to the hawk shop for five bucks, because <laughs> then I got some return on investment. So. You know, games. You turn around, you sell them for fifty percent of their value, and you buy another one. It's. And in this day, we should also bring this point up. It's environmentally friendly. <laughs> well, yeah, but like the the stop. A, you know, I don't know if that's a safe argument, but stop. I don't think that this would be necessarily a you know a lead into a, a, a rights fee. I would more perceive it as just okay. Use bookstores. Let's be honest; they do rely on the authors for their livelihood. If the others aren't writing the books, there's nobody to buy it the first time. Yeah, and then to sell, and there's nobody and to, sell it back to sell it back to them. To them. Right? You, you, I mean, the thing is, like, it's, so the, I imagine they make a lot of money. They're giving back. Like, okay, the thing is, like, used bookstores aren't prevalent, aren't as plentiful here in like I, I don't see too many in, in Toronto. No, there, I mean, there's no. very few where where they are. They're usually rarer books, mm. like Elliot's downtown. Yeah, I it's mean, for you, you get very. I mean, rare we're talking books in there like we're talking time. chains in this in in Japan. So like Book Office is the name yeah. of the chain in question, and so we're talking lots of these. The thing is, the cl- but like, books are considerably cheaper here in the first place. Mm-hmm. Books are a fair bit cheaper here generally. There's not so much a market manga, for manga, these manga, manga, though. Manga, yeah. Well, manga has actually pretty good price, like 500 yen, 500 to 1,000 yen type prices. Yeah. So, so in manga sense, they, they're actually cheaper. Um, the thing is, like, like the thing is, maybe it's we're going into the apples and oranges argument yet again, because what we're looking at is. How do we put this? There's, there's, since, since there's no real comparison, the closest we have to c- compare is, the vi- is video games and to a lesser extent CDs here in North mm. America, the used market. A little bit. But then, and, and then well, now we're talking savings and price. Yeah. I mean, DVDs as well. I mean, look at your local blockbuster. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. So, I mean... Watch the movie and then pay some bucks for it again. To, yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's just that I, I'm just... I find it somewhat disturbing. Like it, it could lead to something else. We'll see. I think the other issue is um, th- there's a difference between bookstores here and there. Mm-hmm. Their bookstores are—they're very crammed, right? It's a—it's pack as many books as you can into the space. In North America, a bookstore is a lifestyle store. <laughs> yeah, Actually, everything's spaced out. There's a coffee shop. You are—I think there's chairs everywhere. No, people are invited escalators. to sit down and fucking like, read you know a book. Now that you mentioned it, because I stepped into a Chinese bookstore a couple days ago, mm. they have like piles, yeah, all the way to the ceiling. You can't sort through them, and if they topple. Someone's going to get hurt. Yeah. You pick, you get <laughs> so. your book, you buy it, you read it elsewhere. Yeah. But so. North, you know, I've watched people sit in a chapters for hours. <laughs> oh, Usually no, like 13-year-olds around the manga I know, section. I know, I know, I know. They I know. just pull it out, they read the manga, they put it back, and they leave. Like, well, that's even worse. This isn't a library. Okay. Go to the library. Thank you with the rant. <laughs> Thank you with the rant. Okay, we got to get to the last one. Now oh, we're yeah, actually yeah. running out of time, and the we have one. to bring this one up. Uh, so and then we'll just let 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 her rip. Uh, stripper hired to dance at funeral. This happened in uh, in Taiwan. Um, a son promised his father if he lived to a hundred years old. When he died, 
He'd have a strip. He'd, he'd have a stripper <laughs> at her funeral, and he and he um and he free and apparently the father, you know, frequented strip clubs in his later days. Apparently, he's quite well known. Apparently, on the scene, <laughs> he died recently at 103 years old, and his father kept his promise. There are photos. I'll give you the link. And they they hired a stripper to dance in front of his coffin for like 15 minutes. Um, watch the video. 10 minutes. For my opinion. No, there's no video. There's just <laughs> no, pictures. No, no, but watch our video for my opinion on this. Okay, hit it. All right, is there, do you want to add anything? Well, I mean. I Wait, was it like you know a small ceremony with like family members, or was it like a a big blowout, like you know tons of people? I think it's more the latter. Huh? I think it's more the latter. <laughs> like you had a stripper at your funeral, would it not be a big blowout, regardless <laughs> of what you planned? <laughs> well, if he was well known in the community, I guess you know. Yeah, they probably had a big thing. Sort of expected. You know, like. Okay. Well, I mean, we had to end it off with a kicker, and yeah. Oh well. It's it's not a bad one. No, it's an interesting one, especially to, for the season. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, we should uh, let's take the break. Uh, f- back with final insults in a couple seconds. You're listening to the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com. Like I said, extended extended break because uh, we end up talking a lot during that. See the video. See the video. Okay, once again, this is our final show before our little hiatus. Since the tapings still more or less revolve around what goes on here at York University, we have to now take a break because of exams. Hopefully, though, we'll be back in a few weeks and more frequently in the spring and summer months with new episodes. Uh, when we return, look forward to more episodes with the Visser Brothers from Comic Den, our annual license pool. You're in this year, right? Adam? Oh, yeah. Okay. You're in too, right, Mom? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hopefully annual- I'll win this year. Yeah. Our annual license pool, and of course, cross your fingers, the live tapings from Anime North in May, because we're still trying to work out details there. Um, uh, oh yeah, and uh, one other thing, uh, if, you're in, if uh, would-be budding music artists are interested, we're going to be looking, uh, I'm seriously considering wanting, to some, wanting a new theme song for the show. So if you're willing to you know, make a one-minute riff, of some sort. Give us. Uh, uh, let us know if you're interested. We'll give you a few more details. We'll put it also put it on our website. Speaking of which, in the meantime, roundtable at thecomicden.com is our email address. www.animeroundtable.com is our archi- archive. So please leave feedback and comments on both. That's not a dare. Um, and uh, as I said, if you're interested in possibly composing a, a new theme song for the show. Let us know, too. Uh, and always, uh, don't forget, we're always looking for reviews on iTunes, Podcast Pickle, and looking for members on on the Facebook group. Okay, time for a round. Hold on, I think we should sweeten the deal with that sound, <laughs> with that uh, theme song thing. Okay. Okay. Give me a thought. Not, uh, well, okay. A, we let you come on the show to play it hmm. live in front of the internet. I know you get to do that a lot. And because I'm not going to be one of those dicks and say, you know, well, the, the, the benefit of it is you get to put it on your resume. No, I'll give you five <laughs> bucks. <laughs> I'll throw some money into the pot we'll just, here. We'll just, we'll just throw. We'll just give you. A, obviously, we'll give you a link. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> we'll give a link as well. Yeah, we'll give the link. But I mean, it's not. It, artists want to get paid for their shit too. So I'll give you five bucks. <laughs> We're not asking for much. <laughs> I'll give you five bucks. Okay, what do you want? Now, final, final insults. insults. Let's make the new guy go. Yeah, which is always <laughs> tradition. Round of applause for uh, for Jeff's first go around. You have a thought? You have a final insult? That's always tradition. Um, he goes first. I just like to first of all thank you for the opportunity for today. Um, Last minute. That's what it was. <laughs> Last minute. <laughs> and um, on that note, just the fact that we're at York University, um, I guess my main final insult is um, the people who should hear this probably won't be listening to this, but I'm kind of directing at the people, I guess, Muhammad and I's age, uh, maybe a bit younger, uh, basically all the Naruto fanboys and all those type of people. Uh, maybe you're going into college uh, around that age. Please join an anime club. Um, for one thing, they're a dying breed and all that, but they really are so beneficial because if you don't, in my opinion, if you don't join an anime club, you're just going to have the same sort of form retard friends that you always go hang around with, and they're not going to help you, you know, explore different types of animes. I mean, to be honest, like, I'm of the age, I was, like, a Shonen Jump kid. Like, when it came out, I'm like, oh, cool, anime or manga that I can buy because I wasn't aware of it at the time. And I'll admit, like, I'm still a huge fan of Shaman King, like, that kind of anime. Uh, a, the author's actually teaming up with Stan Lee in a bit to make a dual comic. I'm really excited right. about that, actually. 
But sure. I would just like to say that please join Anime Club, expand your anime repertoires of that. It will be really beneficial, and you'll find way more than you have already seen. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. I mean, we always we always beg people to join anime clubs because it's the community. It's a, it, it is about community in many respects. <laughs> well, see, back in our day, it was you know the anime club prevented you from only having seen Dragon Ball Z and Akira. <laughs> now, now it's Naruto. <laughs> maybe something. Yeah, and some. Oh wow, the times have changed. Yeah. What? Yeah. How much? Um, Mohammed. Um. Well, I actually have like. Um, a couple of weeks ago, you guys did a. St. Patrick's Day, the week of St. Patrick's Day. Yep. You uh, you list uh, who, who good uh, drinking buddies. Yes. Yeah, okay. You want to drink right? one? Thank you. Uh, you know, I kind of noticed how uh, you left uh, you left Kenshin off. Like no one, no one mentioned Kenshin. What, what do you make Ken- a good drinking buddy? Well, I mean, like I mean, he has. I mean, he like I mean, his story is is ultimately a very very depressing story. <laughs> the version we see depicted in like that was generally depicted, maybe uh, wasn't as real as maybe what we saw in the OAV. If you've gone through a lot of what Kenshin's gone through, boy, boy, you, boy that, uh, that would be some depressing stories. But, I mean, Kenshin would be a dick of a drinking buddy. <laughs> He'd, like, sit silent in the corner the whole time. Lean on his be sword. all brooding. Like, no, that's an emo Pre- kid. That's not a drinking buddy. I mean, he, I mean, that's the potential. Like, Lena Inverse would be an awesome drinking buddy. Yes. Because not only would she tell the most retarded story, she would blow shit up in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair thought. I guess that's why we need... Okay, but you choose Kenshin. <laughs> okay, that's fine. You choose Kenshin. <laughs> uh, I, mean, that, I mean, I'm just giving you why... I, no, I know. What I, I, I think. I, I, I understand. It's just that, you know... I kind of finished it. Can't say anything else. Really. <laughs> I was about to finish the job. Okay. He, he, he kind of just took it and said no. You know, it's like what the hell. I mean, <laughs> you know, what the hell? I mean, you have, but that that that's your choice. That's. I mean, that's, I, I, I mean, I accept your choice. No. Nah, uh, yeah. Unless yeah. I agree. Well, I mean, I, I could have thrown out you know stupid names like you know Goku or you know Naruto <laughs> or something like that and say you know you know I like to sit down and have beer with him you know. Cheers. <laughs> and you see him going, no, you shouldn't be drinking. Drink's bad. You know? Adam, your turn. I, I'm actually not going to go that far out there. Um, having, wa- having uh, I pay attention to you know, the fans of new stuff coming out all the time, and I've noticed there are two older OAVs that have just recently come out digitally with, I presume, a new sub-job. Uh, the first one, which uh, neither of which I've seen in a long time, the first one, combust- Combustible, combustible Campus Gardress, which is really a stupid show, but it's only good because that last episode, mm-hmm. the main chick is driving a motorcycle with a bridal gown on the entire episode. <laughs> it's just an odd one. And the Man, much, much the better one, which I think everybody should see, Blazing Transfer Student. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is the most one. retarded... It, it's a, an incredibly didn't retarded OAV. But it's hilarious. The fact... Did the character designer that do rival schools as well? I think so. I think so. Um, but to double check that. One of my favorite moments of that um, when he realizes in the middle of in the middle of his you know big epic duel with the, the big ass guy that the reason he's losing is that the name for his punch is too long, <laughs> and so saying it, he, the other guy punches him first. So he has to shorten the name. So he has to shorten the name. <laughs> Makes fun of all Sentai shows. Yes, it does. <laughs> Both of them are available for download. Because no one's really going to care. They're and for reference, and for reference, they're never coming here. They're never <laughs> coming, coming out. Here. So here's your chance, only chance. Thanks. Okay. Um. Two. Fi- all right. I'll just make, go on two points. One. Um. And this is comes back to the fact that once again, this is the last last episode of the regular season. In the re- in this entire season, we did. Tw- one, uh, let's see, uh, what's the numbers? This is episode 47, we started with 23, so we did 24 regular length episodes. So half, we doubled. half of the episodes Half, half of the episodes we've done, have done in this season, we did two digests. So we've doubled the show, like, we've doubled the number of shows, so that means we did a lot, we talked a lot this term, and I guess there was a lot to talk about over the, la- over the last season, mm. so thanks a lot mm. for everyone who did the show. 24 episodes, I didn't think we'd do that many. Um, so, and the other thing is, uh, is a pitch. Um, we mentioned I mentioned Master Keaton this week. The uh, pre-order page for Yawaro finally went up. 
Hey! So if you're interested, if you're interested right now, um, like they haven't. Like the funny part is, Animigo hasn't uh, hasn't completely settled on the price for it for box one, which will be the fir- first. 40 episodes mm. of like 124 episodes. It's a long series. Right now, um, the price on it will be 150. But depending on how many pre-orders they get, and here's the incentive, they could lo- they'll keep lowering it, and it could go as low as 100 dollars, plus shipping and handling. And if you live in Canada, so if you want a crazy cool older series, this, and this is crazy, <laughs> cool jump on older, your pre-order. And this is crazy cool. This is crazy cool and older. This is worth yeah. checking out. If you if you love old school sports anime. Um, if you yeah, give this work a give this work a try, if you're a fan of Monster, or 20th Century Boys, or Master Keaton, that's a no-brainer. If you thought Slam Dunk was cool, <laughs> a what's wrong with you? B pick up your R. Pick up your R. This is this is actually you know this is good. This is really good, and you know it's highly recommend. Uh, you know we can't We're recommend have to it pull enough. the fan subs out of the ammo library. Yeah, we have to. Damn, those have been in there a long yeah. time. So you know, check out right Fast beside Combustible Campus Gardeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that's it. Um, like I said, we'll be back in a co- uh, hopefully be back in a couple weeks, likely at the Comic Den, likely for the pool. Maybe no, and hopefully no later than Anime North. So see ya, see ya out there. Good night from Toronto. <laughs>